just so good to see you and uh, glad that you're back at The Rock. Is this your first visit back since Managers Meeting Leadership Conference of 2020? Yes, this is my first trip since February of 2020. So what did you, fill us in a little bit, what did you do during the pandemic? How did you handle and manage the pandemic? Did you stay home? Like, uh, did you work close to home? What did you do, Mike? Catch us up a little bit. Well, like so many places, like the rest of the world, I suppose, uh, in, in my area, which is Kentucky, um, we went through the, the rapid shutdown, and uh, life came to a screeching halt. Uh, and where I live is, is rural, and so uh, Uber was not a, uh, a factor. You couldn't get Uber Eats and that type of thing. So the, the restaurants had shut down. Uh, schools, you name it, it was uh, it was canceled, and uh, so we did takeout, you know, and that became a big adventure, and and uh, you, so you just um, tried to 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 take care of yourself and and stay healthy, and that was pre-vaccines, and and so uh, you know you 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 didn't know what was coming next. And there was a lot of confusion around the, the virus and a lot of different opinions. And, and uh, so you were just constantly trying to uh, uh, just stay the course. And then um, did you do some work um, from Kentucky? Were you able to kind of like keep your fingers on the pulse and continue doing some consulting? Remote? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We, in, in our area, I also do economic development work for our, for our county. So that keeps me in touch with all of our industries. And we were very fortunate in our community that our big industries, uh, with the exception of a, of, of a couple of days shut down that was basically due to supply chain issues, uh, there were a few COVID cases, but we were very fortunate that our industries didn't have to lock the doors and turn the lights out and send everybody home for two weeks. And so we... We managed to uh, to work through that uh, pretty effectively, and so that was good. Uh, but all in-person meetings were canceled, and and like the rest of the world, we had to learn what Zoom was and Teams, and there were so many different variations of that, and, and a lot of different people and their organizations used their own uh, different ones. So you you had to learn how to turn your camera off and uh, mute, hit the mute button at the proper time. So that was quite an experience. Uh, and for me, it was especially difficult because, uh, as some of you all know, if, 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 I, if I can't move my hands, I can't talk. So uh, uh, being, being on a computer screen was a little different uh, situation. <laughs> it is. It's so different. It's, it's definitely a different experience than being in person and being able, being able to connect with people. Um, it's been a while then since we've had a working together uh, class and, right. and weekend training session here at Granite Rock. And there's actually, uh, despite the pandemic, there's a lot of new people at Granite Rock. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of people who've never heard the term working together. There's a lot of people who haven't been through the program. So let's start from the beginning with you. Uh, kind of refresh us on uh, who you are, how you came to Granite Rock, um, and a little bit about the working together program. So kind of tell sure. us um, about your history with Mark Kaminsky, our board chairman, and your leadership in the uh, aluminum industry. Mark uh, Kaminsky, who is the board chairman, as you said, uh, he and I uh, have known each other for 
25, 30 years, we worked together in the aluminum industry. Mark went on to become CEO of Commonwealth Aluminum, and I was general manager of our largest plant. And so I worked for Mark uh, and with Mark through the years, and, and Mark brought the working together concepts to our, to our company. And uh, he asked me in April of 2013 if I would come out and help after the uh, uh, changes you all went through and, and Bruce's passing, uh, new leadership team. And so Mark felt that the working together concepts would be a, a valuable addition to the culture uh, that uh, it is so precious to, to Granite Rock. And uh, I was happy to do that and, and came out in April 2013 and, and did, we did the first working together training. And as you said, it was done on, on the weekend uh, because you guys, uh, I think, build roads and different things during the week. <laughs> so um, since then, I think we've probably trained a little over 400 Granite Rock employees, close to 400 in the different courses that we've, that we've done. So walk us through that. What is working together? If you're a brand new person here at Granite Rock and you've never heard of it, what is a working together training class? What do you do? For, I mean, that's a whole weekend. Sure. Right? You know, people give up their weekends to do it. What, what are they doing there? What is working together? Well, it's, it's actually, it's a, it's a training course that is a problem-solving tool. It's a continuous improvement tool. It's a uh, team-building tool. And, and it really is anchored in the idea that uh, the working together concepts have a common language. And that's really valuable in an organization when so many times people are not receiving what leadership thinks they're sending. And so developing this common language and this system of how to work through a problem and how to um, set context for what that work is, how to define the purpose of the work, because people, it's amazing what people can do when they know what you're asking them to do, and they have a clear, focused vision of what the, what the task is. So setting context for people, uh, setting purpose for people, and understanding the uh, scope of the work how big is this project? How big? What? How? What kind of impact does this project have on our company, our division, on our team? And then understanding the resources that we have available. We never have enough resources in, in life, right? Uh, we never have enough time. We never have enough money. We never have enough people to help us. The working together concepts really focuses in on. What resources do we need to effectively do the work? What resources do we have available to us? And how do we best deploy those resources in order to be successful? And then it introduces this uh, aspect of time. We all have deadlines uh, in, in any organization. We don't have an infinite open-ended amount of time to solve problems. And so it, it's a... Uh, uh, it, it's a concept that really focuses in on those systems and how to take a problem, big or small, and apply those concepts to it in a team atmosphere and be successful. 
and and that's what organizations want to do they want to learn you guys have a great symbol in your culture wheel and and you all have been making it better for a long time and that's what this tool does it it helps uh, uh, all through the organization to make it better it appreciates and values people uh, it it speaks to the leadership skills that are so critical to any team and it also speaks to how to be an effective team member uh, all of us are team members in, in a lot of different aspects of life uh, and in, in some cases many of us are leaders but we're all team members and and it's important to to know how to be a good team member too because that's that's a huge part of, of any successful uh, endeavor or project. Do you have, um, from Granite Rock, a favorite working together story or example <laughs> from the years, or for either from the classes itself or real um, hands-on stories from your time here? Probably the best story, Shauna, is uh, involved the very first class where we did Tom and the executive team, but I've been sworn to secrecy. I cannot divulge that. I'm, I'm kidding. Give us a head. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, there's there's a lot of uh, uh, s- stories. You know, we, we've gone through a couple of evolutions. When we first started, we were doing uh, we were doing training with with twelve team members. Uh, we expanded that to 24. We moved locations. We started out at uh, Aromas at the quarry for the first one, but they were moved in uh, to here to the corporate to the corporate headquarters. Um, the, it, they're they're not mysteries, but the nature of the course. Uh, what we do is we ask people who've been through the course not to share the details of the course, but because it involves working projects and solving problems and the training would lose so much if people knew the answer to the problems before they came before they come in but but one of the things that stands out to me um, and 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 coming out here three or four times a year and meeting a new group of 24 granite rock employees from all across the comp- the company i've just absolutely been amazed at the quality of people, and I don't know if quality is the right word, but just wonderful, hardworking, friendly people. Uh, usually you can't get 24 people in a room without having a couple, but uh, I've found at Granite Rock, those are far and few between. Uh, uh, this, this company is blessed with just a, a, a wonderful group of people across the company and it's been a a, an absolute privilege and honor for me to be part of that and uh, to be allowed to participate with with this with this organization but uh you know there's story anytime you get people and and one of the one of the interesting things about working together is it puts people uh that that haven't previously met uh, they may see each other in the hallway or on the road, but they don't really know each other. And so when you come together for a weekend for this kind of training, it's really uh, exciting to watch the bonding and the relationships that grow out of that. People who may talk to each other on the phone several times a week, but they've never put a face with it. 
uh, it's just really exciting to see uh, the, the, the stories and watch the interaction of people over the course of the weekend in terms of how they bond and how they develop a working together relationship. And so it's very rewarding for me to come out of those, uh, those training courses and see the relationships and, 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 see, and see how it uh, impacts people in their job. And one of the things we talk a lot about is what, what, what can you do different Monday morning when you go to work that you didn't work doing on Friday? And, and that's, a, that's a huge impact of the, of the training, too. And so it's always interesting to hear those stories of what the training has meant to, to the folks that have been through that. When you're doing those classes and you're watching 24 Granite Rock people all in a room together working on those different uh, projects uh, and challenges. What sticks out to you as a as someone with leadership skills, or what what's what makes a good leader? Uh, well, uh, leadership and, and uh, watching people and, and watching them lead the the, the different teams, uh, a, uh, a a recognition of of the importance and the power within people as a team and building a team and, and losing ego. Uh, one, of the, one of the biggest enemies of good leadership and success is ego. And you know, we, we talk about uh, tools of, of, of leadership, you know, behavior, symbols, systems, having an understanding and having a genuine appreciation for the power of people and what they can do. And sometimes leadership forgets that. So it's always interesting to see how important that is here. And, and a very interesting part of the culture of Granite Rock and something that I always try to highlight, we have done, oh, I don't know, you can do the math, you know, 12 to 25 people. We've done over 400 people. That's a lot of weekends. And one of the most powerful symbols of, of strong leadership, every weekend that we have done one of these programs, Tom Squarey and his executive team have been in every one of those weekends. So it'd be very easy for somebody in Tom's position to say, go do this training, give up your weekend after you've worked all week. But Tom Squarey is in every minute of every one of those. And the remarkable thing about that is that he's heard all my Kentucky stories 25 times, too. And uh, that, that in itself is, is a real challenge, I, I assure you. But, uh, but that's, that's a huge symbol of, of leadership that, that uh, I always try to point out to, to the teams that this is not something you're just being asked to do or told to do. Tom and, and several of his executive uh, team are in those, and that speaks to this idea of leadership of how important people are in Granite Rock and what Granite Rock's values are. And that's, uh, again, I use the word powerful a lot because it is. It is absolutely, it will move mountains and can uh, and keep you competitive and keep you profitable and keep you growing for years to come. When other companies will fall by the wayside because you cannot sustain a... Uh, a leadership, uh, uh, an autonomous leadership of just my way or the highway. It's not sustainable. Not today. There's too many issues out there. 
And, and it is a buyer's market from an employee standpoint. And, you know, the younger uh, employees are coming into the workplace today saying, you know, not what can I do for you, what can you do for me? And where am I going to be five years in your organization? And if that answer is not acceptable, they'll go elsewhere. And so industries across the, across the, the country are experiencing these kind of difficulties. And the, the ones that will be successful are the, one, the companies that really nurture a culture of inclusiveness with their employees, bringing people in, good communication, and, and giving people um, the idea that they're making a difference because that's what people want. Uh, they, they want to be included, they want to be respected, and they want to feel like they're, they're making a difference in their organization. So the culture and, and working together and the working together concepts really folds neatly into that and, and, and gives companies a common way to talk to each other and a, a common way to, to uh, deploy resources on, to be successful on, on the task, whatever that might be. Yeah, I think you're right when you hit on that the nature of the workforce is changing so much, especially with the pandemic, where people are now um, discovering if they hadn't before that they can work really anywhere they want in the world and deliver the the same type of um, work and, and results and that the employers are responding to that accordingly. Right, and you heard the talk about the great resignation, where yes. people are resigning really for not, without having something to go to. Right, right? it's right. like they're really bought into. I want to feel good about my work. I want the company I work for to represent my values. So I'm sure you're seeing that as well. well. Getting back to the leadership and working together is that something I'm hearing a lot is that all problems are leadership problems. <laughs> Would you agree with that statement? I think there's a lot of truth in that. I think uh, as powerful as good leadership is, as painful and damaging and hurtful bad leadership can be, almost to the point in some cases, in my mind, it's almost criminal because um, people put trust in leaders and uh, there's an accountability there to, uh, to, to, to bring people into the process. And again, when, when you... One of the strongest traits of, of good leadership, in my mind, is being able to appreciate, understand how to, how to use the resources you have. And leadership, if it's not done well, if there's not good communication, then people, I've found, for the most part, want to do a good job. People get up every day, come to work, they want to do a good job. You've got a few that get up with other things in mind. And in too many cases, organizations design their policies and they around the few that, that uh, they feel like they, they have to control. Rather than designing your policies and, and uh, your, your leadership around and your culture around the 98% of the people who want to do the right thing. And that's where you put your time and effort and so leadership may not cause all the problems, but leadership certainly can contribute to, to the problems. And, and it is, it is uh, the accountability of leadership of an organization to, to, I think, design, implement, and nurture a culture 
that includes people, respects people, and utilizes those skills and experience that they have available to them to be as effective and successful as you can be. Do you have one of um, your favorite Kentucky stories or examples um, that relate to culture and fixing the culture at the aluminum um, plant that translates or might be relatable to Granite Rock? Oh, boy. So I feel like your class was full of great examples from um, either the parking lot where you had leadership parking in one lot closer right. to the building and the, the hourly workers were in a faraway lot and had to walk. And then they there was another story about lunch bags being inspected. I mean, you really came with a lot of great yeah. examples. Are there any that we could share with our audience today that might resonate with Granite Rock people and um, the guys and gals out in the field? Um, you know, operating equipment, running sure. our plants, mining the rock, all that fun stuff. There, there were a lot of different uh, examples of that that tied so closely to culture uh, that during the course of my career, I had the opportunity to be in a position where I could make decisions. Some of them not popular, but make decisions about how we bring people into the process and that type of thing. One of the stories that, that I, I tell involves the, the idea of, of symbolism to people and, and how powerful messages can be in terms of uh, uh, the different policies that we put in place. One of the plants, uh, we, they had been on a, a, a really significant cost-cutting project, uh, which, which is always good. You've got to do that. And, but sometimes our best intentions can, can backfire on us. And the, as part of that cost-cutting, there had been some, some parts that our maintenance crews used that had been, had been put in a restructured uh, tool crib storage bin area. So these parts got locked up in the uh, storage room. And, and part of the policy was that if you needed that part, you had to go to the, to the uh, storage area, you had to uh, summon the attendant, put your request in, in writing, the part would be then handed to you, you'd sign the part out and you'd go do it. Well, in our business, time was money like anything, and so what, what happened in, in a lot of cases was we would be doing maintenance on a piece of equipment that was really important to our process. And when that piece of equipment was down, it, it had an opportunity cost that was really significant in terms of thousands of dollars per hour that this equipment wasn't running. And so a big part of effectiveness was how efficiently and quickly we could do that maintenance get that piece of equipment back in service and inadvertently the cost-cutting project had put a part that was used on that uh, piece of equipment back in the storage room and the process of our maintenance folks going to retrieve that part going through the process to request it get it and get back was about a 30-minute operation and so one of the suggestions I made was, and I use suggestion lightly, uh, why don't we move that part up closer to the machine so 
our maintenance folks have ready access to it. And part of that culture was there were some trust issues. And part of that culture, well, we can't just put that out there free grab. It'll cost us more money. And I said, no, let's do that. We, and that'll, that'll save time on that piece of equipment. It'll get back in service. And whatever cost you might have of losing some parts will not be as much as the cost it's co- it, it, it indicates when this machine's not running. So there was a lot of angst about that, but we did it. But the result of that was, was huge in terms of the folks that use those parts, that there was trust there, that leadership trusted them. These were adults. They were going to make good decisions. They would use those parts wisely and not hoard them in their locker or take them home or that type of thing. So that was just one of the, the, the incidents we had to use some of these concepts and put them in practice and, and really speak to the ideas of trust uh, for, um, for between employees and management. Trust is such a big, big deal and, and a big part of um, any culture, uh, much less Granite Rocks culture. Uh, we're kind of coming up close to our time. I want to end with what is the future of working together and uh, the this training program for Granite Rock people? I, I think based on the conversations I've had with Tom, uh, obviously COVID has uh, uh, thrown a wrench in, into the training because the training requires people be in the same room uh, be involved in working together on different exercises COVID has made that almost impossible now a lot will depend on what happens with COVID what's the next stage is there another variant do we have another surge or are we getting to a point where we're hopefully putting this behind us and I believe that as soon as that is deemed safe I think, especially with the new hires that are in the company and the growth of the company, I believe it'll be Tom's intention to uh, uh, return to some cadence or schedule of working together courses. I hope that's the case, and uh, I I feel confident that that's what uh, he'll want to do and what the executive team will want to do once it's safe to do that. Yes, of course. Um, safety before all else, of course. But I think a lot of people would be excited to get back into the in-person training. And even if it's a smaller group, right. that to get back to the working together classes and maybe even have some refreshers that um, everyone I've talked to, while they might have gone into it grumbling about the weekend, right. <laughs> they come out of it. Like, that was the best experience ever. And um, yeah, not one person I've talked to um they only have good things to say about the program. So, so That's valuable great. and uh, glad that you have brought that to Granite Rock and uh, that you were able to take some time today. It was great to catch up and see you in person and have you here back at the Rock again. Well, thank you, Shauna. It's a pleasure to be here. And uh, as I've said, I've listened uh, uh, with the, to the earlier podcast and, and found those very interesting and informative. And I appreciate the opportunity to uh, participate. Thank you so much. Thank you.